This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, inspired by a true story. Chris seems like the kind of person that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Why'd you pronounce it like that? I'm Brett. I don't know. You're fucking broken. And I'm Troy, and I'm in 2003. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, it seems... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because this movie was from 2003. Oh. <laughs> and, there's, and there's other the, chains, the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, so I wanted to make sure everyone knew we had the right one. Or we had the one we watched, for sure. Yeah. The one that we had. Yeah, it was the last movie on the left. Not the first one that we watched, and it's not the last one we watched, but it's all the ones that we watched for watching. Oh, sure. Shut up. Why did we watch this, Brett? Because it was on the screen. No. Also, Arlie Ermery passed away, and he was one of my favorite people ever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they stacked shit Chris's height. That's true. I mean, they, they do, I guess. You're Gomer Pyle. I don't know. So we're going to do this the whole time? Or? <laughs> now choke yourself! No, that's all. I don't believe that. I'll probably throw in a few more. Here okay. Yeah. At least you're honest. About how your at least looks like about 100 pounds of chewed bubble gum. It's, it's nice to hear Brett make a movie reference. Is Jello allowed in the Berg's private pile? Anyway. Because I'm too heavy, sir! So this here movie... Because you're a disgusting fat body. Thank you. <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio got yelled at a lot in that movie yeah that's why he went on to become the kingpin I've watched it twice in a week and yeah I loved it There's that one scene where he's just after the soap bar he's just fucking broken this is my rifle this is my gun this one's for fighting this one's for fun yeah but we didn't watch that nope we watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 uh huh. Reboot. And it starts out with some sweet archival footage and a voiceover. With John Larroquette. Was that John Larroquette? Yes. I was not paying attention to that. Did he do the first one too? Yes. Yeah. See, I know stuff and things. That's amazing. You don't that's, damn know. That's scary, actually. Yep. We're living in Bizarro World, Chris. We Bizarro. Are. And uh, we get footage of the cops who are touring the murder house. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. Uh-huh. And they're like, hey, look, here's claw marks. Here's some human hair. And some fingernails. Fingernails. Yeah. Snapped off fingernails. And then uh, we jump smash cut to a van full of jerks. Uh-huh. Well, there's also the river with the rope swing. Oh, yeah. Just randomly thrown in there for no goddamn reason. Yeah, it has no bearing on anything. That's the only joy Leatherface had was playing on that rope swing. Was that supposed to be his? I thought that was supposed to be the people in the van in the rope swing, in the river rope swing thing. There was Leatherface, all Leatherfaces, a bunch of Leatherfaces. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, so we're all Leatherface. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like a Spartacus thing. What? Yeah. 
Well, it Core is. Legion. You're booking. So now Team Van's driving around, and they're heading to the Skitter No, wait, wait, wait. Who's in Team Van? I don't know. Six feet under. Justin Timberlake's six. wife. Oh, they're six feet. Reminded me of Chris Cornell. Well, that yeah, six feet under was driving, and Fishmouth was his girlfriend, Ms. Timberlake. And then there was the uh, the couple conjoined at the lips. Yeah, uh, Owen Wilson's idiot cousin and that girl. <laughs> yeah, Blair would and, do. Yeah, and then there was. Yeah, New Franklin. Yeah, New Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And they're all going to the Skinner show like you do. Gee, I hope he plays Freebird. Like when when would Leonard not when would they not play Freebird? If it ain't the end of House of a Devil's Rejects, I don't want to yeah. hear the Freebird. Yeah, House of Devil's Rejects. I pulled that out though, no, right? You didn't yeah, you I did. Edit it. No. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Fix it in post. We all know that's not happening. Because you don't do shit, you just throw it up there. It's not true. Well, no, no, you click some buttons, then you throw it up there. That is true. That's true. He also takes stuff from the beginning and puts it at the very end. The only tech guy I've ever seen type with one finger. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's an insult. That's yeah. a good insult. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Cook and I type faster than you do. Not true. No, that is true. Anyway. Type like a bird pecking at fucking bird seed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're gonna have to have a type off. Yep, good old fashioned type off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the lazy brown fox jumped quickly over the fence. Come on, go. No, back to your book. So anyway, read your book, or I'll get the whip. They almost hit some uh, some chick out in the road. Decker. And uh, she's walking all goofy. I like the hitchhiker in the original better. Yeah, he's more fun. Yeah, he had that, you know, raccoon person. Yeah, pictures and cut, cut himself. the fuck out of his hand. And she, uh, old, uh, what's her head? I don't remember what that, we're calling anybody. Who, Fish Lips? Sure, Fish Ms. Lips. Ms. Timberlake Fish Lips. So Ms. Fish Lips demands that they stop oh, to pick up this hitchhiker who doesn't look completely sketchy in the slightest. Nope. No, I mean, she looks like she just, like, wandered out of a rape house. Yeah, she's got her eyes shut trying to get hit by a van. I'd pick her up. And she, uh, she don't look so good in the van. And she's, uh, kind of yammering, bleeding and such. Yep. And she produces a, uh, I think the best one was, uh, Pustle. I I don't know. I really like Machine Gun. Yeah, machine gun was pretty good too. <laughs> machine gun was pretty good. But we can all agree she probably pulled the gun out of her anus. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> and then uh, she blows the back of her goddamn head off, and you get a and we get fun shot. That super badass yeah. put a camera through the- her face and brain hold shot. Yeah, that was probably the best shot of the movie right there. They blew their load early. And uh, everybody's not real happy about that. Go figure. Yeah, I can't think of anyone who actually was happy about that, Chris. And so, Ms. Fishlips is like, well, we gotta go to the cops. But it turns out they have a pinata full of Mexican weed. Yep. Which they throw in a field, so there you go. Yep. Yep. They can't find the drugs on us if the drugs aren't on us. That's how you smoke it. 
We'll give them to this cow. Yeah. That cow was just running around high as fuck the rest of the movie. Then he ate a bunch of hamburgers and felt really bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> he wandered through, wandered through Burger King was like, I want six Whoppers. I know and what a, I'm saying. Six Whoppers, no bread. And a spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> Fucking sadist cow eating chicken. So they uh they head to the local barbecue gas station. Oh yeah. Okay. Is this where we can start talking like this, say start saying things like this movie looks like it was a Rob Zombie movie because everything and every one of this movie is grimy. Yeah. It does have a grimy quality to it. I don't know. I've always wanted to try to eat a six month old dead pig's head. Am I the only yeah. one? With flies crawling in and out of it. Yeah, the yeah. It's like a, it's like a marinade. And uh, why everybody's initial response to going into this place isn't going fuck nope and then just leaving is beyond me. Well, because they got a dead person in their car they want to get rid of as soon as possible. So they have worse problems than the dirty convenience store. Well, there's a dirty convenience store, and then there's rotting pig carcasses in the deli section. Yeah, with weird jerky things hanging from the the inside of the cooler section but you know them flies was delicious they're high in protein in feces e coli and chitin mm-hmm. delicious but the proprietor calls the uh local sheriff allegedly yeah and he, yeah uh, i it took me most of the movie to realize that that was allegedly <laughs> and it turns out that the totally reasonable law enforcement response to the situation is to have them drive to the old mill and fucking wait for two hours. Well, fire up well, no. the GPS and get the fuck over there. No, it was going to be two hours if they didn't drive to the mill. Presumably, if they drove to the mill, they could get rid of this dead body real quick. So they head to the old mill where they do your, you know, run of the mill, uh, waiting for the cops trespassing. You could use the word besides mill after run of the. I feel like you've you've doubled up on mill. It seems redundant. Uh huh. Duly noted. <laughs> you need to work on your script. Yeah, because this shit's written down in Get advance. The book. And we're treated to a very loud music sting when. Uh, a form runs across it runs across in silhouette across the doorway to the mill mm-hmm. the mill's full of door yeah. marks and jump scares yep that's what I keep in my yep. barn <laughs> and they uh they meet a possum who's not real friendly so they lock it back in the, the thing he's chilling that was, just doing possum that, stuff that was a smaller possum than the one that I found in my parents house one time I mean I don't it was, blame the possum but all possums are delicious. Uh, I, I wouldn't know. Hell, I would. I've I've taken one and thrown it in a ditch because it was dead, presumably. And I've taken one off of the uh, the drapery rod in my parents' living room and taken it outside. They have prehensile tails, and it scares me. Squirrel is delicious. Squirrel actually isn't too bad. I've had squirrel. Yeah. My dad hunted lots of things, and I ate all of them because I was a teenage boy, and I was hungry. Squirrel House Princess? Mm-hmm. Anyway, possum, back in the thing. Yeah, they just lock it back up. They're like, oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> and then they find Dirty Kid. Yep. Jedediah. Jedediah. 
And he's all like, hey, I'm a dirty kid. I'm blinking at the sun. Hey. And I got, and my teeth poke out of my fa- face. I've got overbite and underbite. I'm presumably inbred. So they, uh, they take him out and hang out by the van so he can poke a corpse with a stick. Yep. Then he gets real mad when they take away his corpse poking stick. And he uh, gives them directions. Erections. Well, maybe. I mean, that's alleged. And he says, oh, you need the sheriff? You can walk through weird woods. That's the quickest route. No roads or anything go there. Nope. Yep. And for the 26th time already in this movie, they make a series of poor decisions. Yep. So Fish Lips and Six Feet Under go walking through the woods while the other three stay behind. And they come across a house that looks like a facade that someone built in a in a uh, field somewhere. That's the house from the first one. No. Yes. No way. Yes way, Bill and Ted. No. Yes. I'm telling you. Yeah, you are, but I still disagree. Whatever works, bro. So anyway. You're going to look it up after I leave. They meet up with uh, the man of the house, old Johnny Wheelchair. Yeah, old big legs. Yeah. So Stubby, he, uh... <laughs> I still say he could slap fucking shoes on his nubs and teach himself to walk. Well, I mean, it's not like he had his kneecaps blown off in the Vietnam War or anything. Yeah. That was Cotton Hill and it was the shins. <laughs> or Lieutenant Dan. New lags. So, anyway... We should do Force Gump next week. So, uh, I, I, I think we have a different plan for next week, Brett. Yeah. It's our 200th episode. Yes, inaudible wink, indeed. <laughs> old uh, Stubby's like, okay, so the lady, she could use the phone. But old uh, old fella, he's got to stay outside. Yeah, six feet under has to stay outside. And so he uh, dials up the sheriff for her, and they're all like, yeah, sheriff, cool, whatever. We'll do that thing, I guess. We'll be there in a half hour. And he, uh, What is it with these people? Everything's in a half hour. Yeah. I mean, granted, I've lived in the country and it probably would take the sheriff a good half hour to get to my house from the sheriff's station. So, yeah, I mean, that's reasonable. And uh, old Stubby has had an an accident and calls for Miss Fishlips. He was trying to empty his catheter bag out. Like we all do. With, uh, and it was like like pink, I like that <laughs> pink viscous water that was coming out of the sewer. Su- yeah, I don't know why I said sewer. Probably the beers. Might have been the sewer sink. The sink, yeah. Whatever was flowing out of the the tap was not water. Hell, I drink it. That doesn't mean it's water. Yep, <laughs> it's usually beer at that point. And so, uh, while she's distracted, or crunch berries, mm, delicious. Brett will. Brett will drink crunch berries. Nope. Just drunk people at my work. The old uh, old Leatherface shows up and gives six feet the uh, the classic mallet to the headshot. That yeah. white cartoon lamb was not happy about that. No. And he drags him down to the murder basement. Which is, I have to agree with Chris, is for some reason seven times the size of the house and the ceiling go 30 feet straight up. Yep. Yeah, it's like and it's, 
a floor of an abandoned warehouse is underneath this dude's house. <laughs> they had to Maybe he a really fucking deep basement. Yep. Oh, I mean, you need lots of good basement space. The floor is the mantle. Uh-huh. Maybe the floor is the crust and the basement's in the mantle. What about the core? I don't think you could build a basement in the core. Mole people live in the core. <laughs> well, yes. Obviously. The, the underminer keeps the sky people at bay. Cloud people. Right. Yeah. And the, under, the underminer leads the mold people. What about the overminer? He leads the cloud people. And who leads the cloud people? Globalists. Yeah. Uh, Illuminati lizard people. Same thing. I feel like that's the top of the food chain. Let's continue with the book, Chris. Jesus Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't, I don't know. Something happened. You usually, uh, uh, fish lips has to attempt to get, uh, stubby back into his wheelchair. And I think the whole purpose of that scene was to show her butt cleavage and her jeans that were low riding. Otherwise, I can't figure out why she had to just pull on him a bunch. Well, they had to have that uh, gratuitous scene where he grabbed her ass repeatedly. Yeah. For leverage. Yeah, and she didn't say a thing about it, which was kind of weird. And as all this Uh, is going on, back at the abandoned mill, the sheriff has shown up. Yeah, like, as soon as they left, they they took like three steps in the wood, and then comes the cops. And he... um, you know, does normal police-like stuff, like swears a lot and yells at everyone and uh, wraps a corpse up in plastic. Well, just your head, to be fair, but... Plastic. Well, you know, yeah, then he takes her gun and sticks it in his empty ankle holster. Yeah, which is... Coincidence! Weird. Yeah. That's just common police procedure, is you have a holster for every single available sidearm you might find. Just in case. Can you- yeah, and he implies heavily that they killed the girl. And then uh, you, then they put him in the trunk, because you don't put him in the back seat. That's nasty. And don't break his stuff. Yeah. And Oh, yeah, R. Lee played the sheriff. I don't think we mentioned that. Right. Yeah. He's, Sar- he's a sergeant sheriff. Mm-hmm. Gunnery Sergeant Sheriff Hartman. So off he goes. With the corpse in tow, and everybody else is hanging out, and then Jessica, Miss Fishlips, shows up again, I think. Yeah. They're like, hey, the cops came, and she's like, cool, we can get out of here. Where's where's my boyfriend? And they're like, uh, with you, idiot. And she's she's like, like, what? So, obviously, the best plan is to uh, go wander in a junkyard for some jump scares for a minute. Yep. Then they find the teeth. Yeah, and they're scary teeth. Oh no, it's teeth! They're on braces, so they must be human teeth. I live in fucking Middletown. Teeth is like, if I don't see a couple sets of teeth a day, I just, I go back home. Well, that's because of all the meth, Brett. I mean, they lose all their teeth. Heroin, thanks. Well, I mean, you gotta have the meth to counteract the heroin. Nope, just heroin. (laughs) Heroin and gunshots. Can't can't afford that expensive meth. Gotta keep it with the heroin. We like to play fireworks or gunshots at the house. That's a fun game. If you don't hear sirens, it was fireworks. <laughs> Da-da-da. Chris, or actually, Brett keeps a log. Every time he hears a bang, he just writes down the time. I ran out so of that, books. Like, yeah. there's... 
It's just got a big whiteboard. It says fireworks, gunshots on either side. Literally last marks. night, I was talking to the wife, and we heard gunshots, and the <laughs> wife was very casual. She's like, oops, those were gunshots. I'm like, yep, back to our conversation. <laughs> then we heard return fire. I said, ah, return fire. Then we went back to our conversation. Then I was concerned about stray bullets, but I digress. Yeah. All of that was true. <laughs> uh... <Get> to... <laughs> And the guitar. South Park. Yes, because Cartman's a terrible person, but he's funny. Ah, hot pockets. Anyway, so now Ms. Fishlips and, and what's her head? What's his head? One uh, Owen, Owen Wilson's dumb cousin. Yeah. yeah, they head back to the house to look for what's his name. Six feet under. And they have a, a brilliant plan of Jessica Beal making unconvincing small talk. Fish lips Timberlake. While the other guy, Owen Wilson's cousin, sneaks in with a tire iron. Which doesn't he, go super well. Nope. Nope. Because he runs into Leatherface. You can't just be in my house. Yep. And then uh, old Leatherface pops out and starts chasing him down with the chainsaw. Yep. What? I know. In, in this movie? No. It's and, like he was trying to massacre them. Yeah. With a in, chainsaw. In Texas. In Texas. Yeah. The. Comma the. No commas. I don't believe in commas. 1973 and 2003. So, uh. Oh, Wilson's cousin is getting chased by Leatherface, and they run through a million sheets. There's, like, white sheets for six miles. I don't understand why they have so many white bed sheets. Because someone was a very bad bedwetter in that fence. And, uh, Owen Wilson's cousin gets his leg cut off by a chainsaw, like you do. Yeah, like, in one shot, just right through. Leatherface is pretty keen with a chainsaw, so... Well, and, and plus, I'm pretty sure Owen Wilson's cousin was suffering from, uh, like, low bone density due to the fact that he smoked a lot of weed and didn't drink any milk in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Chris, that's not how a chainsaw does. Mm-hmm. That's... We didn't see him drink any milk the entire movie, so I'm assuming he just has terribly low bone density. Yeah. He's got the osteoporosis. <laughs> he does. Exactly. That was the word I couldn't think of. <laughs> what happened? What I say? I... I don't know. What is going on? I blacked out for four <laughs> seconds. What's up? Black is white. Up is down. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Indeed. So then we're treated to the uh, the totally needed scene of a bunch of fingernails getting pried off as Leatherface drags Owen Wilson's cousin down to the Chris murder basement. really, really, really likes moist panties full of ripped off fingernails by force. Yeah. But- with a little bit of tendon slicing in there. No, I mean, that was a callback to the... That's not the, how fingernails work. That was a callback to the uh, beginning of the movie where they had the... Uh, and here's where you see scratch marks and some torn fingernails. Mm-hmm. I just like to say torn fingernails. I like that the, they continued to scratch the wall after his fingernails got torn off. What about that squeak noise it made? Yeah. Wasn't no, that good? It was all unpleasant. Remember that part, how you threw up in your mouth when we watched that part? <laughs> That wait, wait, was it a really, really loud, like, nails on chalkboard sound? That was mostly nails being snapped back against the wood. 
But was it really loud? Because all the all the sound effects in this movie are really loud. Loud enough to make Chris throw up. I didn't throw up. I've always thrown up twice on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> no, usually it's after the podcast. Yeah, also true. There was puke rocking yeah. that time you threw up over the side of the couch the first time we recorded with Troy. <laughs> it was in a bucket, <laughs> yeah. thank you. He was just nervous because he thought Troy was so attractive. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I am rather attractive, but that's not neither here nor there. Chris never shows up about it. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> so we're That's why we always do video podcasts yeah. between us. And that's why you can only see Chris from the waist up. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> So we're treated to the classic Texas Chainsaw staple of dude getting impaled on a hook from ceiling. Oop, nope, go back. No. Just a peg. Uh-huh. Come on, man, the salt in the butcher paper. Uh, yeah, there's salt, and they shove it in the thing in butcher paper. That also happened. Well, now it sounds dumber than it was. <laughs> That's pretty much how we deal with every movie, Brett. I'm Chris Lethargic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep, he's stuck on the thing and tries to pull himself off, and that doesn't go well. Nope. It's because he can't reach his... yourself off a meat hook works. Because he can't reach his crotch. That's why he can't pull himself off. Oh, my. Waste up. So now, I don't know, we're back at the, the van, I guess. I think so. And and the sheriff guy shows back up again, I think. Yep. Yeah, it gets pretty fun here. And he finds and that, a, a reefer. A reefer want a cigarette. Marijuana? And he's uh, he's real upset about it and pulls them all out of the car and makes them lay in the dirt. Get on your faces! And he needs... Uh, Drop it, give him 20! He needs uh, somebody to reenact the scene because his imagination's not so good. So, New Franklin. Yeah. He's like, you, New Franklin, you're coming with me. New he's FDR. Like, well, you know my name. Franklin was that obnoxious guy in the wheelchair from the first one. Uh, this guy replaced Franklin because he's obnoxious. Yeah, but he wasn't well, in the wheelchair. He wasn't in the wheelchair, nor did he piss in a coffee can, but still, he was very aggravating, and I just, I, I'm glad that bad things happened to him. I mean, I could understand him, though, being a little annoyed that, like, he just had to watch, like, this couple suck face for, like, 75 miles hey, after they. Dude, he'll be all right. They just picked this lady up in El Paso, and she instantly attaches herself to someone's face. Apparently. Like, I ain't got no VD. Probably. So he, uh, he's forced to reenact the scene, complete with uh, having to put a gun in his mouth. Well, because he's, he's like, well, how did she kill herself? And so he puts the gun under his chin. Well, first of all, he sat on the wrong side of the bench of the van. Yeah. Because that didn't line up. I think Brett should, should walk us through this scene. Go on. And then he got aggravated. He uh, he scoots over in the middle. Then he got aggravated because he said, well, how'd she do it? And he puts the gun up under his chin. And Hartman's like, it didn't go through the chin. And then he said he put it in his, mouth, in his mouth. So he put it in the mouth. And he says, I've never seen anybody blow their brains out without their finger on the trigger. And that's when things got weird. And Then there was a distraction. I think uh, old Fishlips Timberlake did something, screaming or something. So he yelled her to get her face back in the dirt. The new Franklin's like, well, I'm going to try to shoot this fucker in the face. And that didn't work out because there weren't any bullets in the gun. Right. And it's after uh, Hartman's like, shoot me. Just shoot me in the face. Come on. Shoot me. Pull the trigger. Do it. The boy did. And I think he regretted it when it clicked and there were no bullets. Yeah. 
Yep, that was probably the worst thing that ever happened in his life. Then he pulls out that badass little six-shooter. Mm-hmm. And he drags him off in the cop car. And they find out they have two things in common. Yeah. What's they, that? They both like Skinnered. And they're missing teeth now. Whack. Because he got busted in the face with a bottle of liquor drink. <laughs> Which... Did you notice that he didn't take a like he when he was taking a swig from that that bottle he was like tiny sip, tiny sip. Well, yeah, he's tiny driving. sip. You, you don't want to get like hammered when you're driving. You just want to drink enough to take the edge off because you're self conscious about driving. I don't know if I was driving in Texas, I'd I'd want to drink a lot. I think that's a law. Yeah, but I mean, do they actually have laws in Texas? I don't know. Charlie, get back to us on that one. I'm sure he will. We're still waiting on a couple other things from him from like about 170 episodes ago, but that's fine. We asked Charlie lots of questions over the podcast, but he never answers. He's busy doing Charlie stuff, man. Come on. That is true. He is often at the Alamo Draft House. He does a lot of stuff that Charlie. You're a good guy. Goes, goes to a lot of concerts, takes good care of his son. But if you could please answer if it's illegal to not be pounding liquor when you drive in Texas, that would be fantastic. Yeah, like... Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, what? What's the law on small sips versus large gulps of liquor while driving? Like, what does your BAC have to be in Texas when you get pulled over at checkpoints? Yeah, it's the only I mean, state where you'll get arrested for blowing low. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, that's that's not nearly enough. You don't smell like liquor. Here, take this flask and take a good pull. I'll let you go with a warning this time. Matt, ask Charlie these questions because I think Matt's the only one that listens to this podcast on a consistent basis. Hi, Matt. <laughs> uh, and now that we've completely alienated our entire audience except for matt <laughs> that we're uh, back to the van yep where the two ladies are jump-starting the van well actually no fish lips timberlake is jump-starting the van because she was in juvie she learned to do it in juvie that was a fun conversation <laughs> yeah what all did we learn in juvie Spanish. Spanish to get your GED. And how to hotwire a car. Yeah, that's the reentry program. I mean, well, those are all useful things in Texas. And uh, they drive for about two feet and then the wheel comes flying off. Yep. Yeah, seriously. I was like, for really? Like, there was no hint of that throughout the movie that like oh like oh yeah like i need to get the axles done like nothing in there hinted that the wheel was just gonna fall right the fuck off just dry rot yeah vapor lock or something vapor lock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she vapor locked the brakes so, uh, bleed your brake lines and right after that happens of course your pal and mine leatherface shows up <laughs> and starts chainsawing various things so he chainsaws new girl the one they picked up and feathers come out of her back yep full of feathers that's she, what i assume she had one of them bubble coats on yeah i, I, I down feathers that's pretty much what i got from yeah i was like are they just why are there feathers flying when he chainsaws her back i'm very confused is she an angel maybe she was full of smaller chickens too uh, obviously i like referencing last episode yeah good <laughs> it's as far back as he can remember yep <laughs> otherwise he would know that chickens are just rocks with a, with a layer of skin over them birds are full of blood uh-huh 
So anyway, <laughs> Jessica Biel decides to run back. Fish lips Timberlake! To run off somewhere? I don't remember where. Oh, she ends up at the mobile home. Yeah. So she runs through the woods and comes to a mobile home where she... Like seven by seven on the outside for some reason the fucking... I don't know. Mm. Empty warehouse basically on the inside. It was a double wide. It was a quadruple wide and it's half wide on the outside. And so uh, she meets up with totally not sketchy people and totally not sketchy mobile home. No, nah, they're fine. They got drug tea. No, there was slug lady and inbred lady. And she's like, uh, can I use your phone? And they're like, nope, you got to drink this tea. Drink it. Drink it. Drink it. I will and, force you to drink it. Fucking drink and, it. And the one lady was like, ho, ho, ho. Echuca solo. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Yep. Which, of course, means drink the fucking tea. And then, uh... We can't do Star Wars on the pod- podcast. Mm-hmm. Too scary. Wait. Too scary. Yeah. The laser swords scare me. I'm scared of uh, trade federations. I'm very attracted to Wookiees. That's also why we won't do it. I know. <laughs> That's why we shoot from the waist up. <laughs> and so, uh, we, we shoot from the lips out, actually. Lips out, waist up. Oh That's my. what I say. Yeah, cool. She's up, hose down, is what Snoop Dogg says. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Not Snoop Dogg. Dog pound. George Clinton. <laughs> Just saying. He sampled it for a song. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, so the trailer folks say they don't got no phone, but then a phone rings and the baby was stolen. It was a different thing than a phone. It was a carburetor. Yeah. So so is the implication that the, the chick who blew her head off was gave birth to this child? Uh, maybe it's, I don't know. I don't understand a lot of the finer points of this movie because the movie didn't bother to fill in the details. They, they like, they focused in on these, these family photos, like they were very important. And then she realized, and somehow looking at these photos, Fish Lips Timberlake realized that the baby wasn't theirs, but I didn't understand how she came to that conclusion. He's a geneticist. Globalist. Lizard man. Topical. So then uh, she passes out from the drug tea and wakes up at back at the house by getting beer dumped on her face. By? Uh, oh, by uh, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Yeah. Yep. And, and his, who was not wearing pants. Yeah. He had them sweet, sweet sock thongs like Chris wears. Yeah, like sock guard, sock suspenders. I've never worn sock suspenders. I kind of want to pair now. All of what Chris wears. This is why we do audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, waist down, etc. Twenty five years later, I'm used to it, but I can see yeah. everything, and it's gross. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got a problem with the male form. <laughs> that's why Brett. Ahead, Chris. That's why Brett drinks a lot. Yep. You drink to forget. Say nothing. And drink to forget. Makes the phone calls go away. So, uh, she comes to and is thrown down into the murder basement. The murder warehouse. And she sees, uh, old, um, Owen Wilson's cousin hanging there. And she's like, oh, hell. Can we call it the chopping mall? Sure. 
Yeah. He's playing peony with his toes. Yeah, and she's like, hey, I could totally get you off that. And he's like, no, really, please, please don't do that. You're That's not helpful. Stop, please. And she tries. Yeah, she's like, I'll lift you up three inches, which is not enough to get you off the spikes, but it's enough for you to get you up a little bit and then drop you back down on them where it hurts more. Yeah. Well, I weigh a buck ten sopping wet. I can get you off that 190-pound man. Watch. Let me push your organs around with this hook inside of you for a little bit. That well, should feel good. Let me hurt you just a bit more before you die. And then he's all so, like, kill me. So you're saying it's like it's like Rob Thomas meets nine inch nails? Don't drag nine inch nails into this. He wants to push you around and hurt you. Yeah. Ministry. We'll go with ministry. Uh okay. Jesus built my hot rod? Yeah, that seems relevant. I tore a twenty first century digital boy, I feel like. Which I realize is bad religion. Okay, as long as you were gonna <laughs> say it before I did. <laughs> well, he's still nice. I mean, I think he hit us with some weird old punk references last week too. Probably. I don't remember what, but uh, I mean, they're definitely all targets, roots, radicals, and such. Yes. All I listen yeah. to is Striper. I know. With the occasional white snake break. Yeah, you gotta gotta have a power ballad every so often. To Actually, Chris just listens to Candy Stripers because he just. It sits around in hospitals like a weirdo. He's in a Scorpions cover band, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> hey, we do a good way to change, motherfucker. <laughs> or winds. Way to change it. Come winds of change. Such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best version I ever heard about, heard that, heard done with that was on just saxophone. No, no vocals. Well, down the only road I've ever known. Uh-huh. Not Striper. Not at all. Not interested. <laughs> None no. of the bands that we've mentioned, I don't think. Except yeah. Striper. Yeah. Striper. Brett went to a, whore, a prostitute once, but he said he was a bore. Prostitution's good work. If you can but get it. But it's a pain in the ass. Ba-dum-bump. Bump. Uh, My farts are whistles. Go ahead. So anyway, <laughs> she has to murder what's-his-head. You know, the hangy guy. Yeah. He's like, kill me yeah. and stuff. And she's like, okay. And then does it. It's just stabs him right in the guts, which apparently kills him instantly. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'll do this in the most ineffective way possible. Yeah, I think she hit the main gut. She hit the gut vein. Yes, the gut she, vein. She hit him right in the main vein. Your guys' guts aren't all contained in one giant vein that runs through you? I'm pretty sure that's not true. My doctor's a liar! Yeah. yeah, I told you that when he worked out of a van. I was going to say, he's also a veterinarian. <laughs> he also works for USA Gymnastics. So, uh, anyway. A little on the nose. Go mercy ahead, killing yep. uh, boyfriend in a bathtub. Uh-huh. No, not boyfriend. Yeah, God damn it, you did that in the fucking movie, too. It was New, New Franklin. Franklin. Whatever, who gives a shit? Let's both attack Chris. It doesn't matter. These people are fucking interchangeable. <laughs> they are. So any actor with any actor was interacting with the other actors. Yeah. And then and plot scene. happened. Yeah. You can find us on the Facebooks. <laughs> and old uh, old dirty kid shows up through the secret back entrance. You mean the kid in the walls? It yeah. Uh, I like the thing like, we've gone given a real name to Jed Diet. Well, I mean, because his name's Jed Dye. He's a, he's a BAMF. BAMF? The badass motherfucker. Oh, a BAMF. Yeah. Yes. 
So, uh, he escorts them out through the back way, through the weird corridor thing. Through the doorway. And then, and then Leatherface chases them, and they run to some shack. Yeah, they find some house out in the middle of nowhere, and they hide in the attic? Well, no, first, they close the door and bar it with, and, and block it with a sofa. They close the wooden door to stop the guy with a chainsaw. Yeah. And like, they put a cap- I mean, I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure chainsaws were designed to cut through wood. No, no, that's foolish. No, no. The word of it. it has been Brett? shown repeatedly that he can cut directly through a door with a chainsaw. Chris bitched about a bunch of stuff, chainsaws <laughs> and chandeliers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah it's a, I was like, huh, I don't know why I would expect a wooden door to stop the man with a chainsaw, yeah, but yet nor, they do. Nor why your plan would be to run into a, a place that you don't know if you can get back out of. You just open the house. So anyway, Leatherface is there, he, uh, he catches the guy whose name I forget. And, New Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And he kills him by hanging him from a chandelier, which shouldn't support his weight. Maybe it was it was just, like, screwed directly into a joist. And then uh, he's dead, and Ms. Fish... Well, no, no, he kills that dude by chainsawing him in the crotch for a half a second. Yeah. That's how I want to go. Okay, I'm duly noted. <laughs> We can arrange that. There's a chainsaw right down there. There is. There is. <laughs> but it wouldn't go very far. It's, it's one of them plug-in chainsaws. Well, I mean, so it'd probably take a second and a half instead of a second. Or half a second. It's fine. It's not very good for chasing people. You need a really big extension cord. Yeah, that's true. Or it's not a, long, just big. Just a generator in a little wagon I could carry behind me. I want an <laughs> extension cord that's a foot long with bigger rounds of fucking can of paint. Great. What? I I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw the look on Troy's eye. I broke it. Not just like, I just broke what? it with complete absence of any sort of logic to that <laughs> My brain was trying to parse it. and It was like syntax error. Yeah, line yeah. 42. <laughs> it's like the YouTube videos with the broken cats. Troy's <laughs> like, what? what? Why? <laughs> Brent just throws a, a cucumber down in front of me, and I like jump around and run away. <laughs> Troy is scared of cucumbers. <laughs> Troy fact. Yeah. <laughs> it's a short list. And, One apparently scared of cucumbers. Rats, rats make noise and attract uh, Leatherface to Fishlips Timberlake. Yep. And she runs away. And then she gets out and heads to the local slaughterhouse. Yep. Mm. So, man, yeah, as I was say, it's too bad she wasn't royalty. She could have been the titular Slaughterhouse Princess. Lawrence? Lawrence what? Of Arabia? <laughs> <laughs> and so she uh, continues her streak of running into things she can't get back out of easily and heads to a meat locker. Yeah, and she totally, like, runs into the, uh, the cattle run where they, you know bring the cattle in and they squeeze them on both sides and then, you know, hit them with the thing from no country for old men. And then, yeah, with like the, the piston that drives into their skull and pulps their brains for them. 
Yeah. And then they, and then she's runs into a cooler uh, full of hanging sides of beef and apparently is scared of beef. Yep. And then, uh, Leatherface shows up, uh, moves around some beef. She runs back off. It's, it's heroin. He's cut. He cuts through some sides of beef with his chainsaw. And then she, uh, she hides in a locker. And she finds a meat cleaver and hides in a locker and gets him with the old, I put a baby pig in an adjoining locker trick. Where the fuck did that pig come from? And when the hell did she have time to do that? I assume she did it. Otherwise, it would make even less sense. That's like the <laughs> 12th thing that happens that I don't understand. Nope. Now, that was like the least. pig was born in the locker. Yeah, that was the least probable thing of that movie was that pig in the locker making noise. And you're telling and then, me a locker can't birth a pig? Uh, yes, that, that's actually exactly what I'm saying. I feel <laughs> like my entire world upside down. That's not a thing you should have to be explicitly told, I don't think. I've been trying to figure that out for decades. And then instead of letting him just like leave the fucking meat packing plant, she draws his attention to her. Like a, she had the, the, the pig ready. Yeah, but still, like, just let him leave, and then you can just escape. Why do you have to do anything else? Because nobody's capable of making a reasonable decision in this. Yeah, so anyway, so she attracts his attention, distracts him with the pig, and then slices his arm off with a meat cleaver in, like, three shots. More of a hack than a slice. Well, yes. I think a hack is a good description for somebody in this involved with this movie. But um <laughs> and so she uh she makes her escape and finds a semi truck driver and did she chew her fucking arm off and make an escape? No. No, he was no, I mean, Leatherface isn't Coyote ugly. Coyote ugly. Yeah. Too damn scary. <laughs> you can find us on Coyote Ugly Princess. Because Piper Parabo is so scary. So anyway, we're in the semi. Um, the semi driver is going to take her to the local barbecue gas he station. He was too fit and Caucasian for my taste. So I prefer the truck driver from the original. Yeah. So they end up back there after she tries to roll the semi over a couple of times. That's how you live. And he goes and tells everybody in the gas station... Which is, you know, the sheriff and his his kin. So yep. she uh, sneaks in and the, the baby door and steals the baby. Uh huh. Baby napping. It's okay. Two baby nappings cancel out, so it's fine. Yeah. If you steal a stolen kid, it's yours. Yeah. That's what I hear. It's the law of the sea, man. Is that another Texas law? No, it's it's an ocean law. Now, if you brand the baby, then it's yours in Texas. Ah. Yeah, then you'd be a baby rustler. We need Charlie to fact check that one, too. <laughs> so then she uh, hotwires the cop car, runs down. Oh, no. no, no, no. She's hotwiring a vehicle while uh, Arlie Ermy there uh, stalks the, the wild semi. And uh, semi. then. Yep, and then he jumps up and looks in the, the in the in the windscreen. Yeah, the windshield. That's the word I'm looking for. The windshield. And he's oh, she's not there because it wasn't the semi she was 
She was hot wiring. It was the cop car. It was a fake out. All I know is when I get home, I'm busting out the windshield of my car and putting a screen in. That seems reasonable. Just you don't want to, you want to fly on the windscreen. That's my favorite Scorpion song. That's that's a Depeche Mode song. <laughs> REM. Yes, those are all. Bad. What else y'all got? <laughs> so anyway, she runs down the sheriff. She screams some obscenities. The weird-looking baby is safe. And then she backs over the sheriff again, just to make sure he's not going to like fuck with her at all. You know what they say. Two thumps unless you ain't got them. And then uh, we're back to the archival footage of the cops where it turns out they didn't bother to secure the perimeter and were murdered. By Leatherface. And here's a grainy picture. Perimeter. And then that's that's that. That's the end. It's all wrapped up in a tidy little package. A neat little package with room for a sequel. And another one. Which, and another which one. there is one. And now they have a fucking origin story for Leatherface where apparently he escaped from the mental hospital. I'm not making any of this up, and it's very upsetting to me. Uh-huh. So he is. It's awful. So he escaped from a mental hospital and wears a mask. I mean, that's a really original origin story. Yeah, I bet he no, had an From what I've read, it's like him and this other. Like two other kids from the mental institution go on a killing spree. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. That has nothing to do with any of this. No, that totally checks out. It aggravates me. That was uh, Toby Hooper's original vision. Toby yeah. Hopper. Toby Hooper. TB Happer. So, what do you think about this movie, Brett? Well, I watched it because Arlie Ermery passed away and I liked him a lot. Um, I liked this movie a lot more 15 years ago when I watched it in theaters. It had some really good shots. The, the the shot where it went through the lady's face and brain hole was pretty good. Uh, it had some good shots, but overall it wasn't really that good. R. Lee was great. He's great in everything he does. You know, shouting maggot at everybody and getting your face in the dirt. So, so Brett, since he was in Tex- since he was from Texas in this movie, was he a steer or a queer? Well, I didn't see any horns. So that pretty much nares it down, doesn't it? <laughs> You want you want to generate any more full metal jacket lines out of me? I got the whole thing right here. Uh, I don't know much more off the top of my head. I know them all, every single one of them. Mm-hmm. They're paying for it. You eat it. It was just a bad dream, fat boy. I want to slip a tube steak into your sister. Anything else? I mean. No. no, I probably wouldn't. I if you know you could pass on this one. I didn't think I'd say that, but I, it's kind of like when I watched Halloween Two, the Rob Zombie one again. It just I didn't, I didn't like it. There's some good shots, but uh, Nabra I think is my official <laughs> official <laughs> Nabra hey. skirt skirt gang gang. What do you think about the movie, Chris and Troy? Oh, that 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 bit again, huh? That was fun last time. Yeah. <laughs> you know where we just talked over each other for like 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I really enjoyed it. Chris isn't participating because he's a weird old man. Mm-hmm. This movie... So what do you think, Troy? Is not great. No, I'm going. It's too late. Run with it, Chris. 
It's it's boring. Boring. It's stuff just happens for no rhyme or reason. Sometimes it's a lot of jump scares and relying on creepy imagery or what it thinks is creepy imagery to get any kind of tension going or atmosphere. I mean, it's a Texas Chainsaw remake. Like, I will give them credit. They didn't try to remake the dinner scene, which is generally one of the, like, check boxes the studio mandates you have in one of these. You gotta have the dinner scene. It's gotta be in there. It's... There's a couple of interesting shots. It's... But overall, yeah. I'd say pass. Also nah, bruh. Also nah, bruh. It's... Yeah, it's not great. We should have two ratings. Nabra and for real though. Mm, yeah, we'll we'll workshop that, which means never speak of it again. <laughs> shit, shit, gang, gang, skirt, skirt. Go ahead, Troy. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of this movie. There are a few parts of it that I enjoyed. Yeah, like like Brett said, the the camera shot where they pull back through the lady's head out the back window with the bullet hole in it. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, I mean, some of the quote unquote creepy imagery imagery is kind of fun. Yeah, it just looked like they just took water. They they just sprayed mud on everything, and like now this looks scary. I think is kind of what the basically the level of set design they got to. Uh, we need more I, mud. Yeah, I feel like the house, the the front of the house, just looked like a facade. I mean, it looked like there was nothing behind it. And I know Brett says it's the original house. No, but, I have, I have a, a second up to that. I I was wrong. I looked it up. That's what I was doing. I was wrong. Oh, okay. What? Brett wrong? Brett wrong. If we fact check Wow. I did. <laughs> okay, I'm hold on. Throw that shit right in your face. But I, I think wrong. someone someone now needs to run a camera through the hole in my head that's been created when my I, my mind was blown. <laughs> I fucked you up with that paint can extension cord. I know, right? Um, sense. <laughs> so yeah. So I don't know. It's I mean, this guy, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to badmouth music video directors because there's a lot of good talent there and music video directors have gone on to make good movies. But I mean, the, the, the sound effects in this movie were way too loud for everything. And the music stings when anything that was supposed to be scary happened, it was just it just threw me right out of the film. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that was really fucking loud. It was, was just my response every time that happened. Instead of, Oh my God, I'm startled. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not a great movie. The, I mean, the original is better. I think even the, the one, the, what Texas chainsaw three is better than this. I hate to say, um, I like it better, at least. I don't know if it's a better movie, but I like it better, nonetheless. We should be um, McConaughey one at some point. That's what he's talking about. I thought that no, was I was talking about... No, that was the... This is second. No. No, the Texas Chainsaw one 3D, maybe, is the one I'm talking about. Oh. The one with Alexandra Daddario. The one we did for the podcast earlier. Yeah. Chris don't know. Yeah, I mean, that one was even better. The, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre... The next generation, we should probably do at some point because I think that's the one with like Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Yeah. That movie's funny as fuck. Where the lady tries to scare the kids away by flashing her boobs at them. Terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's not this movie. Uh, But no, don't watch this movie. There's better stuff out there. Just skip it. Nah, bruh. 
Uh, if I was the kind of person to say something like that, sure. Mm-hmm. So, Brett, if someone else wanted to recommend us movies that we don't like or that we do like or that we have to watch and find out if we like, how would they do so? Well, I can tell you one way. You send them an email and you tell them this movie and Troy says, fuck Brett. <laughs> or you can find us on the Facebooks at Slaughterhouse Princess. We're on MySpace. You can find us on Twitter at Slaughter Prince. We're on Reddit at SHP Podcast. We have SlaughterhousePrincess at gmail.com, which is how it generated the fuck Brett comment. Uh, we're on the Google Play. We're on the YouTube a couple of different ways. We got the uh, store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. We have of course it was. Slaughterhouse Prin- That's rude. Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. <laughs> We have... We're on the iTunes. Did I say that one already? No. I don't think I did. Um, uh, I don't remember the whole Discord thing. It's like the Patreon in the store. How's it go? No, you're not going (laughs) to get any any of us to fight on it. Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com Boring. Uh, Is that it? Good enough. Chris has to tell us what we're watching next week. Oh, no. What's that really obscure one that we're on? What? Stitcher. Oh. Which I think we're two of the seven people that know about that. Which is weird because there's three of us. I know, right? (laughs) Fucking man. So next up is our 200th episode. Woo! Yep. Which means we've been doing this for a long time, turns out. That's fucking wild. 200 like episodes. Four years, because we've skipped a couple weeks here and yep. there. And we're doing The Shining. The Stanley Kubrick one, not the weird TV miniseries the, oh one. Oh, God, that was so aggravating. Yeah, because, you know, we occasionally like to do actual good horror movies from time to time, and this is supposed to be a good one, but I guess we'll find out if we like it next week. Mm-hmm. So come back for that. It'll be a thing that happens. If you want. But yeah. if you don't want to, do it anyway, because we know where you live. And also, other podcasts think about movies, but we drink about movies. Good evening, everyone. Nerd Boy likes his bookie book. Do da, do da.